Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to The Gold Derby Show on The Gold Derby Podcast Network. Welcome back to Gold Derby. I'm Christopher Rosen. I'm joined by Joyce and Joyce. We're here. We're recording this on Wednesday, but Oscar voting is happening right now as you're watching this. Welcome to March. We did it. It's March. We're still talking about these same movies. Uh, we're at a year. A Mar- March of last year was when Everything Everywhere first uh, debuted. Yeah, well, it, it hit South by Southwest. Yes. So and a then full year. its opening weekend uh, was the weekend of last year's Oscars. So full circle. Incredible. So we're still talking about that. But Oscar voting is happening, Joyce. And, and as you pointed out, the LA Times has already published an anonymous ballot, uh, anonymous voters. Yeah, two days ago. Two days ago. No time to wait. We're, it's like, it, it reminds me how uh, it used to be industry standard to say, oh, we're going to write the, here's what happened at the end of Marvel movie or deleted scenes or, you know, post-credit scenes uh, on like the Monday of after release. And now they're out the Thursday morning because uh, nobody cares anymore. They're just like, we're putting it out. Get okay. the there's, there's previews. Yeah. People are going to be Googling. You want yeah. to get that SEO. So, so. so the LA Times going for the SEO, it seems, for the anonymous ballots. The, the other uh, trades have not posted their anonymous ballots yet. Most people, including us, uh, run it after voting close as to not influence right. voters because, you know, uh, yeah, everyone, everyone's reading these secret ballots, all sure. 9,000, 9, almost 10,000 Academy members. So here are three uh, Academy members uh, that the LA Times talked to. And I got to say, much less offensive than I'm used to just reading this. I mean, we, we know where those usually come from maybe the older members of the academy uh but here I, I so the the top line takeaways from this the la times uh the headline if you're googling three oscar voters share their super secret ballots not that secret because they're in the pages of the la times uh big fans of tar yeah um todd field got three votes here three for three stop the count so <laughs> i mean I've said all season, we made this case that Todd Field could win Best Director, but he hasn't won a single thing. So it seems ridiculous to pick against the Daniels for Best Director at this point. No, I mean, listen, if you're changing your your entire predictions based on three, like 20 ballots, uh, you have bigger problems. So uh, I believe so, uh, but I'm not going to change it, certainly. But I think he could have, I think he's still second. I think I still have him in second in my picks. I don't even know where I have him anymore, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because that <laughs> one's we, we already called that one. We all call best picture. Uh Cape Line Check got a lot of votes here. Not a lot of mentions for Michelle Yeo. Uh, Andrea Riseborough got a mention here. Colin Farrell, a couple of mentions, it seems like. Yeah. Um and then Barry Keoghan had some love. And Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. And Angela Bassett. And so it, it kind of, it, it's confirming all the suspicions we have of maybe like people are going to be like, Jamie Lee Curtis should have an Oscar. Angela Bassett should have an Oscar. And then the whole international wing of the Academy is like, Carrie Condon's the best. So I'm going to vote for her. 
That's what it feels like to me. Um, oh, and then like this this last person, who is this one? This one is a uh, an actor, a woman in her 50s. Uh, she also loved Austin Butler, but she says it's difficult not to vote for Austin Butler because I adored Elvis, but I think he's going to be back in the Oscars again in the near future. And that kind of thinking is just bad because you don't know what's going to happen to him or how people are going to vote in the future. You know, Somebody, I forget. Like, where he might never reading. make it back. So if you like him right now, just vote for him right now. I forget where who I was reading. One of the pundits had a breakdown of the SAG Awards and they were like, uh, Brendan Fraser's speech made sure to mention that uh, this is a once in a lifetime role, which is like a code, a dog whistle to be like, I'm never getting nominated again. And I guess for Austin Butler, you could think like maybe he would, but I don't think they vote that way either. I don't actually think people care. I don't think they're like, I'm not going to vote for Austin Butler because he get nominated again. No, I, I do think that's a factor when people are thinking about things because like you do think like this person just said, you know, like he's young, like he'll he'll have more chances. And he said, you don't know if he'll have more chances. You don't know right. what's going to happen. So if you think he should win now, just vote for him. <laughs> I kind of think that in that case, it would. I think for someone like Kate Blanchett, I wonder if they're if you were torn between Michelle Yeoh and Kate Blanchett, let's say. I could see you going Michelle Yeoh because you're like Kate Blanchett could be here every single year, even though I think most people would agree Tar is maybe the best performance she's ever given. She could easily just give something as good or slightly worse that is an Oscar-worthy performance like two years from now. And then we'll be like, ah, oh, Cam Blanchett back again. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Like you, like people are thinking about that. So, but if one of these performances is your favorite, just vote for it right now. Right. Like you don't know what's going to happen to either of them. They could both come back. Right. They could, neither of them could come back. So. Right. I think there's more of a chance in Best Actor that neither of those men come back than there is in Best Actress, personally, uh, just based on how the industry seems to work and their careers. So I would say, like, if you're a big Austin Butler fan, you should maybe vote for him now and not bank on him coming back again. Uh, in yeah, the you have no idea what's going to happen. Like, uh, So that's that's that, Joy. So now, anything else there? Nothing, we, we talked about our picks. Nothing's really changed. I'm still going my for acting, and I, maybe I'll go one for four here, but I have Austin Butler, uh, Michelle Yeoh now. I did switch. Carrie Condon and uh, Kiyu Kwan. Um, uh, I don't think I'm going to be touching it again until next week. So yeah. I don't, I'm not one of those people who constantly changes their predictions anyway. So yeah, I haven't changed a lot because there's not a lot to change choice. No, this seems so. pretty. A lot of these are very set. It seems uh, speaking of predictions. Now we're going to go through five different sets of predictions this weekend. It's really, we're hitting the home stretch. This is it. So, you got to load it up. We're going to start with the Spirit Awards. Then we'll do the Cinema Audio Society Awards, the American Society of Cinematographers, the Ace Eddie Awards, and finally the Writers Guild Awards. And Joyce, we're going to be doing a live broadcast during the Writers Guild Awards, which is not broadcast on TV. No, but it's a bi-coastal ceremony. It's great. Wow. So we'll great be on, on, on YouTube.com, I guess, slash Gold Derby. Like the SAG Awards were on sure, YouTube.com yeah. slash <laughs> on Sunday night. But we'll talk about that later. We can start with the Spirit Awards, Joyce, which I like to call the Everything Everywhere All at Once Awards. So as I was telling you before we started, I thought I had not done these predictions at all. And then I loaded it up and it turned out I did back in November when the nominations were announced that like a million years ago. And then I looked at them and I was like, I don't really need to change much here. 
because I had everything everywhere, winning basically everything already. So I did make like one change, which was moving Andrea Riseborough up Interesting. a couple slots. <laughs> uh, let me ask you this. What is the record for a single movie winning SAG Awards? Do you happen to know? You're really good at SAG it. or Spirit Awards? Spirit Awards. Sorry. Oh, I have no idea. I don't know. Because I whatever the record is, let's see. Most <laughs> Spirit Award wins ever. Uh, I would say this uh, movie will take uh, break the record. That would be my... My guess. Well, the thing is, they now have gender neutral categories. So if they still had the four, it would win three. Yes. <laughs> so let's just go through. I haven't, so it would even, even more awards if they had the separate categories, is mm-hmm. what you're saying. Uh, okay. Best picture. The nominees are Everything Everywhere, Tar, Women Talking, Bones and All, and Our Father, the Devil. And I have Everything Everywhere, All at Once, winning. I don't know. What do you want me to say? Nothing. It's clearly <laughs> going to win. It's it's obviously going to win here. Uh, I have tar This is second. also um, the people who vote. Anyone can vote. You just have to pay the fee. Sure. Like it's basically like the film Twitter awards. So. Okay. Yeah. So then no wonder I have it winning seven spirit awards. Uh, next up, the director award, the Daniels, Todd Field, Sarah Polly, uh, Kogonata, and Helena Ryan. And I have the Daniels. Same. Todd Field in second. Congratulations to the Daniels. Another win. Uh, next up, best lead performance. As you said, gender neutral. Nominees are Michelle Yeoh, Kate Blanchett, Paul Mescal, uh, Mia Goth, Taylor Russell, Jeremy Pope, Aubrey Plaza, Andrea Riseborough, Dale Dickey, and Regina Hall. Solid list of nominees. And I have Michelle Yeoh winning. As do I. And I think this... Um... You know, if they they had the the gendered categories, obviously Paul would be winning after. So this is probably very hard for them. Not so, that hard. Choose, choosing between, I know, but like there are two faves here. I know, Some but not faves, that hard. Michelle Yeoh and Paul Mescal, come on. Paul Mescal definitely would win, but uh, Michelle Yeoh is obviously Yeah, winning. so I moved, I, I had Andrea in 10th in November, so I moved her up to 7th. I think I have her in 9th. I'm just sticking <laughs> to it. Uh, supporting performance. The nominees are Kiu Kwan, Brian Tyree Henry, Jamie Lee Curtis, Nia Haas, Gabrielle Union, Mark Rylance, Theo Rossi, Brian Darcy James for a movie called The Cathedral, Trevante Rhodes for Bruiser, and Jonathan Tucker for Palm Trees and Power Lines, which is finally out, it seems, now. Uh, but it's a Spirit Award nominee this weekend. And I have Kiu Kwan winning for everything ever all at once. Again, nothing to say. Um, I did move a JLC up a spot now that she is an Oscar nominee and a SAG award winner. So I have her in third. I have Brian Tyree Henry in second. I have BTH in second too. I have Nina Haas, my girl, Nina Haas in third. Nice. So. I have Gabrielle Union in fourth, actually. That Not never- a lot of love for the inspection. No, I never took. A24 yeah. was too busy with their other wildly successful awards contenders to mm-hmm. focus seemingly as much on the inspection. Uh, so that's Every award so far uh, going to Everything Everywhere. Uh, Picture, director, lead performance, supporting performance. Next up, we have breakthrough performance. The nominees are Stephanie Su, Frankie Corio for After Sun, uh, Grazia Filipovich for Marina, Lena Lily McHenry for Palm Trees and Power Lines, and Daniel Zolgradi for Funny Pages. And I have Stephanie Su winning for Everything Everywhere all at once. Yeah. Um, and if they, again, had the gendered categories, I think Stephanie would probably win Supporting Actress. Yes. And then Frankie could win Breakthrough. Yes. 
but not 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 how it's going to shake out. So that's now six awards for everything everywhere all at once. Picture, director, performance. It's five. Oh, that's five. Six is next. The screenplay one. I'm so sorry. Uh, for screenplay, everything everywhere. Women talking, Tar, Catherine called Birdie, and After Yang, and I have everything everywhere winning. Congratulations. So they could go Sarah Polly here and just spread mm-hmm. the wealth. Wouldn't be surprised if it got if it won there and very easy to imagine it winning because everything everywhere is going to win already five awards, like we said, including the Daniels. So they don't need necessarily to win best screenplay, but I think that nobody cares and they're just going to vote for everything everywhere all at once. I just don't, I don't know. <laughs> Again, you could join and so, vote. So if you really love women talking, if you're those TSA agents who were shamed by Sarah Polly in her Vanity Fair story this week, uh, who rolled their eyes at women talking and you want to make amends, you could sign up now to vote, I guess, is what you're saying. I don't know what, what the, the voting period was for this. I don't know. I mean, did it overlap with women are talking? I don't know. I don't know. What about women be talking? That's the sequel. Got it. Uh, for best first feature, here is one where everything ever cannot win. Uh, the nominees are After Sun, The Inspection, Emily the Criminal, Marina, and Palm Trees and Power Lines. And I have After Sun winning with... Emily the criminal rising, but I don't think it's enough to win. No. Um, and I have to inspection in third. Same. Uh, next best documentary. This one's interesting because not a lot of the, the two Oscar phase right now are Navani and fire of love. I would say they're not here. Nope. So the nominees are all the beauty in the bloodshed, all that breathes riotville USA, a house made of splinters and midwives. And I have all the beauty in the bloodshed winning against its two other Oscar nominees, all the breeds and a house made of splinters. What do you think? Same. Not super confident in this at all. Um, I am like probably like 70% confident. What would you say would win if not this? uh, I have all that breeds in second, but I think there is a lot of support for all the beauty. Yeah. So same yeah best international film the nominees are saint omir return to soul corsage joyland and leonore will never die and i'm going for an upset here joyce i have return to soul wow um a lot of good choices here i i also thought about joyland Mm -hmm. um and corsage but i just uh kept it the same that i had in november with saint omir I feel like Saint Omer, uh, the the noise around it has dimmed, and Return to Soul is a recent theatrical release, so it's it's kind of picked up in the last month or so, and people really do like that movie a lot. People like all these movies. It's a true. Lot, so I don't think that really matters. Uh, next up, best cinematography. Another not a shocking exclusion of everything everywhere. It must have just maybe that it it, it got lost in the shuffle here. But the nominees were Tar, After Sun, Pearl marina and neptune frost and i have tar winning same after sun in second so yes uh best editing and here we have our seventh win for everything everywhere for me at least the nominees are everything everywhere tar after sun marcel the shell and the cathedral and as i said everything everywhere i have winning yes so that's seven spirit um, words yeah incredible a sweep and that's it. Congratulations, Everything Everywhere at the 2023 Everything Everywhere Awards. Um, yeah, it's 
will it win more than seven at the Oscars? Can it can it win seven? So right now I have it winning at the Oscars. Uh, hang on, I hit the wrong button and the website's messed. Okay, because most uh, best picture winners don't win more than four in, in recent era. times. Yeah, yeah, the preferential ballot era. So, so I have everything ever winning picture director, actress, supporting actor. That's four. I also have it winning original screenplay. It's five. I have a winning best editing is six. And that is where it ends for me. So Hurt Locker won six. So I think it could win. First year of. I think it will win six. Uh, And I could see it if you wanted to say it was going to win more. I mean, if they go wild for this movie, it would win costume design probably and score or song, but I don't know. I'm not ready to go there. I still think it. there are other alternatives that are very popular as well in those categories, so. Um, I don't have a winning costumes, but song in, uh, I don't think, I, I don't, mm, I think score is probably all quiet by now, but song is open. The song is open. The argument against it is that This Is The Life is not a great, memorable track. But also, none of these really are, except for Not To, Not To, which I just feel like the buzz is... They're trying to bring the buzz back. Uh, It's going to be in theaters, I believe, tomorrow, maybe. They're doing an RRR uh, reunion, basically, in theaters around the country to get buzz back as voting is happening, get it on the social media feeds, people cheering in the aisles. So they're trying, and it could still win. It's definitely the most exciting song in the group. But everything everywhere is so beloved. I just think that people are going to go down the box and just be like, yep. I mean, we've talked about this, that not to not to is just serving Husevic. Yeah. So All right. Next choice. So it used to be you win the Spirit Awards on, it was the win the Spirit Awards on Saturday, lose on Sunday. Now this year it's going to be win the Spirit Awards on Sunday and then win the Oscars on Sunday. Yeah, but eight days later. It's not the next day. <laughs> no. Uh, the Cinema Audio Society Award choice. Pass. Here are the nominees in film, live action, sound mixing. Top Gun Maverick, All Quiet on the Western Front, Elvis, Avatar, The Way of Water, and The Batman. And I have an upset here, Joyce. I have Elvis winning. Why did you read that so fast? I don't know. Were you trying to go for like a world record? No, I was a Micro Machines guy. Remember that guy? <laughs> Um, I have Top Gun. Top Gun's first in the odds. I went with Elvis because like mixing is, in my mind, a great, uh, a lot of music in mixing. Yeah, I have Elvis in third and All Quiet in second. So that's so. how it breaks down in the, in the odds. I, to me, if this was it, if there was sound mixing category, the Oscars this year, Elvis would win. Yeah. So that's why um, I have it winning here. <laughs> I, I just have well so top gun won the golden reel so if it wins this i'll just keep it for sound right but um i guess i don't know even if like all quiet wins i might still do top gun so i guess i'm trying to figure out with this category this is a this is funny this year because there are three movies that could win i think at the oscars and if there were two separate categories elvis would definitely win one of them and then probably Top Gun or All Quiet would win the other one to me. And 
I just can't figure out which has the most weight and how will people think about it? You know what I mean? Like it's like sound editing would probably have been Top Gun or All Quiet. And I could actually make the case that All Quiet would win sound editing over Top Gun. It was a separate category. And then mixing, I think Elvis would win no problem. So how do they blend together into one category and then who wins? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I think the, now that it's one category with, sound i think you notice it more just if you're not in this the if you're not a sound mixer or engineer if you're not in a sound branch i think just like regular people or if you're in another branch i think that the sound in top gun maverick and even like all quiet a war film you notice that more whereas um a movie a music-based movie like elvis you primarily hear the music right so you don't think of it as a soundy movie right but i I don't know. I think, I guess we'll see. I, I think you might be right. But um, anyway, that's why I put Elvis here because I'm like, it's definitely the mix. I mean, I'm not even thinking about this until like the winners. I'm just, I've always had Top Gun for uh, Golden Reel and this. So if it wins both of them, then I'm just going to keep it in sound. <laughs> uh, next up, film animation, sound mixing. The nominees are Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, Puss in Boots, Last Wish, Lightyear, Turning Red, and Minions, The Rise of Gru. And I have Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Yes. Not much to say. Just the it's the only animated movie this year, I think, or last year. Uh, film documentary sound mixing. Nominees are Moon Age Daydream, Louis Armstrong's Black and Blue, Goodnight Oppie, Hallelujah, Leonard Cohen, a song, A Journey, a song, and The Volcano Rescue from Wakari. And I have Moon Age Daydream winning. Yes. Louis Armstrong's Black and Blues in second. A lot of music in that one, too. For TV movie miniseries sound mixing, Obi-Wan, Moon Knight, Cabinet of Curiosities, Prey, and Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story, and I have Obi-Wan. Same. Sure. Not much to say about these. One hour sound mixing on TV. Stranger Things, The White Lotus, Sicily, Better Call Saul, Severance, and Ozark, and Stranger Things I have winning here. It's great sound, beautiful sound. Same. Was awesome. It was so good in the second season, uh, fourth season, whatever. Uh, TV half hour sound mixing. The nominees are Barry, The Bear, What We Do in the Shadows, She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, and Only Murders in the Building. And I have The Bear winning. Um, I have Barry. Barry's first in the odds. Uh, I figured he would have Barry. I think the bear sound is great. And they do a lot of- uh, I didn't say it wasn't. It's great. I, that's, I, I also get the sense, and this will actually carry over when we do the Writers Guild, the bear seemingly is a guild fave, or the industry is very excited about this show. It is. And so I think it could win here. Uh, and that's it. So that's our sound. So we separate a lot on that, so I can end up really tanking to the delight of our commenters, I'm sure. Uh, American Society of Cinematographers are next choice. This one's on Sunday. There's three things on Sunday. Ace Eddie Awards and the Writers Guild as well. Okay. American Society of Cinematographers. First up, feature film cinematography. The nominees are Top Gun Maverick, Elvis, The Batman, Bardo, and Empire of Light. And I have Elvis winning. You're just like in the tank for Elvis. Remember when you had it winning six Oscars? I still have it winning a decent amount of Oscars. <laughs> I, I mean, I think most people like have around three for it, which is fine. Yeah. Um, 
I I can't decide between Top Gun and Bardo here. Okay. I I currently have Top Gun. I might switch to Bardo before. Why Bardo? Because it's you know it's beautiful, and it's Darius. Um, and I mean I don't really think they care. Like like it matters that Top Gun was snubbed at the Oscars because the Oscar winner probably was snubbed here. Right. All quiet. So, um, and yeah, so I don't know. It's, it's hard to say if they're just gonna go with Top Gun as a lot of people have done this season so far. And they should. It's great. Uh, I'm going Elvis because I think Mandy Walker could win uh, at the Oscars as well. And so I think we're just going to like kind of start pushing these through. Uh, and you're right. All Quiet is not here. And that is probably going to win the Oscars. Certainly is top two at the Oscars. So kind of going with the other, in my mind, the, the potential upset at the Oscars here for me. Uh, for feature documentary cinematography, there are three nominees. All That Breathes, Chef's Table Pizza, and This Stolen Country of Mine. I have All That Breathes winning. Same. For one-hour series cinematography, commercial, Better Call Saul, The Old Man, Interview with the Vampire, Snowfall, and Snowpiercer, and I have Better Call Saul winning. I do, too. It probably won't win, because it never wins anything. Nothing. So what is actually going to um, win? <laughs> uh, I have The Old Man in second. Yes. Um, I guess he, like, Interview with the Vampire winning, too. Um and Snowfall, which won last year. Mm -hmm. um, BCS uh, is nominated for the series finale. So amazing hour of television or more than an hour of television um, and black and white. So ASC does love black and white. That's why I got it in there. But... Um, yeah, but I like I have no expectations. <laughs> me neither i was like it's not gonna win but i'll put it there it's first on our odds uh next for one hour series cinematography non-commercial the nominees are house of the dragon the lord of the tides house of the dragon the green council the marvelous mrs mazel how do you get to carnegie hall westworld and these follies the marvelous mrs mazel everything is belmore and 1899 the calling and i have the marvelous mrs mazel how do you get to carnegie hall winning here i have House of the Dragon, The Lord of the Tides. Uh, Marvelous Amazel always does really well at cinematography, and this finale was really good. That was my take. It does. I have it in second. I think it could win. I just think uh, I think it's won twice already here, maybe? Um, This... I don't know if this it, has... It's won a bunch of Emmys. No, I don't know. Well, they, they've changed the, the category yeah. names, too, but right. I don't... It's definitely won a bunch of Emmys, so... That's why I, I don't have. think it's one here yet. Like I think the crown has been in a bunch of times. That's true. And handmaids. Anyway, I think it can win here. I think the Lord, the House of the Dragon ones maybe cancel each other out. Though you could say the Mrs. Maisel ones would cancel each other out. But the finale I thought was pretty uh, significant. I don't know. I guess we'll see. I For mean, Lord of the Tides was one of their uh, better received true episodes. Uh, for TV, movie, miniseries, or pilot cinematography. The nominees are Winning Time, The Old Man, The Cabinet of Curiosities, The Autopsy, Cabinet of Curiosities, The Outside, and Lost Ollie. 
I had winning time. Same. I've interviewed that cinematographer. Great so have I, not for this. It's great. What's his name, Joyce? Nate, I think? No, Todd. Todd, Todd, Todd. That's Nate. Right. It's uh, Todd uh, Banazi. I was thinking Nate uh, Bart Bartadzi, who I think is a comic. Wow. Todd. <laughs> Todd, what is his name? Banazi. Yes. Wow, rude. I guess it was a very memorable. It was a year ago. He was wonderful. Ago. And I actually. Hey, listen, I talked to him for Hustlers and that was three years we ago. We talked about Hustlers because that's like Hustlers rules. <laughs> totally justice for Hustlers. The guy's awesome and winning time rules. Half hour series cinematography. The nominees are a new jazz episode of Atlanta, Barry Hacks, Russian Doll, and Atlanta's Andrew Weth, Alfred's World. And I have Barry winning. I do too for Carl Hersey. The finale um it lost the emmy to a different atlanta episode three slaps yes so um and two other atlanta episodes are nominated here um but i got i'm gonna go with my guy barry he's great i think i think it will win too uh that's the cinematography society american society of cinematography excuse me next ace eddie awards we keep on rolling Film drama editing. The nominees are Top Gun Maverick, Elvis, All Quiet on the Western Front, Tar, and Women Talking. And I have El uh, Top Gun Maverick winning. Yes. Uh, favorite at the Oscars. Though I think this movie will win in the next category. Film comedy, musical editing. Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Banshees of Inisherin, Glass Onion, Triangle of Sadness, and The Menu. And I have Everything Everywhere All at Once winning. Yes. Another guild win. How many guild wins is this movie going to get? All of them. It's one at every guild it's been nominated at, except um, sound editors, I think. Incredible. Yeah. Guild fame. Uh, so it seems like the industry really likes it, Joyce. You think? <laughs> Film animation editing. Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Marcel the Show and Shoes on. Puts in Boots, The Last Wish, Turning Red, and The Bad Guys. And I have Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio same for film documentary editing and that means are moon age daydream fire of love all the beauty in the bloodshed novani and goodnight oppie and i have fire of love winning here um i thought about that um because it's archival um five moon age daydream i also thought again while it lost uh the pga awards it was a dga winner and i just felt like the the technical aspects of the movie people enjoy. I don't know. So I think it could win here. I do think it could still win at the Oscars. Uh, for TV drama editing, the nominees are Severance, The We We Are, Andor, Euphoria, The Theater and It's Double, Euphoria, Stand Still Like a Hummingbird, and Severance, In Perpetuity, and I have Euphoria, The Theater and It's Double winning. Same. It won at the Emmys. I've interviewed that group of editors. They're amazing. And that episode is so good. Uh, I think the We We Are is a really close, could easily win because it is notably in exciting for Severance, I would say. The pacing um, is great. Yeah, it's good pacing because it's only like 41 minutes. And, and uh, the cross-cutting between uh, all the, the times and the, 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 the narratives are really in in incredible, but I think the theater in its double is awesome. So, Like I, was, I wasn't going to predict Severance here anyway, but I feel like this entire time or like the last six months um 
it like everyone's just been over predicting severance and it hasn't really won anything right you and know meanwhile euphoria is winning like dga award you know what i mean like i think euphoria is definitely an yeah like well. like the globes too like i think i i didn't predict it to win anything i was like either i'm very wrong or very right and i was very right because right. <laughs> it was like predicting when like drama series i mean i don't think anyone had house of the dragon to be fair but um and i didn't have any faith that they would actually give it to better call Saul. but right. i was just like i don't it's like severance didn't seem like a thing they would go mm-hmm. for at the globes and yeah um and you know it like like you said like it also lost dga um stuff so i think it's like a consistent nominee um at all these places you know sag too i i think um some people had a winning um uh or predicting like adam too if you were you know you know like they're not going to give it to like bob odenkirk but yeah like it hasn't hasn't won anything major yet so um next up tv comedy series Single camera editing. The nominees are The Bear, Barry for 710 North, Only Murders, Barry for Starting Now, and Atlanta, and I have The Bear winning. Um, I have Barry for 710 North. I, I thought about The Bear. Um, it The nominee is um, the premiere. Yeah. Not review. Which is uh, an explosive... Which is the, 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 the seventh episode, the yeah. one one take. Yeah. Uh, no, I think the Bears, I think the Bear could win. And I, like I said, I think it's a guild. It seems like it's becoming an industry fave, but I would not be surprised if Barry won either, obviously. Uh, for TV comedy, multi-camera editing, How I Met Your Father, The Connors and The Neighborhood, and I have How I Met Your Father. Same. For best limited series editing, the nominees are White Lotus Sicily, Abduction, White Lotus Sicily, Arriva Derchi, Station Eleven, Obi-Wan, and Gaslit. And I have White Lotus Sicily, Abduction. I think that's the penal anti-penultimate episode or the penultimate episode i forget which one but um i couldn't decide between them i have a riva dirty which is the finale um it's possible that they split the vote yeah i have station 11 in third yes um i mean it can overcome a vote split it but I, i don't like the editing on that show is not, I mean, we've talked about this, that the show is like about its writing and the cast. Right. Not necessarily like other technical aspects. Like, it's not like the editing is bad. Um, so I, I thought the, the reason I picked abduction is because that is definitely the, I think the most tension filled hour of the season, if I remember correctly. And so I think that is done through the editing, certainly. And yeah, it's kind of like I might switch to it because it's like last year when um Illusions from Mayor won and it beat itself, it beat Fathers mm-hmm. episode. Um so I don't know. For best TV movie editing, the nominees are weird, the Al Yankovic story, Prey, Fire Island, Jazz Man's Blues, and Hocus Pocus 2. I have Prey winning. Um, I have weird. I have weird in a lot of these TV movie categories. It's done pretty well. And I'm also like, I don't know if they're really thinking that much about this. Categories. And if they're not, they're looking at our site and seeing weird at the top and they're just like weird. That's what I honestly, I think could be happening for some of these because it's always first in the odds and then it just wins. But I thought Prey would win because it's an action movie and the editing is good. So 
Who can say? It's second in the odds. Uh, and then variety special or series. Last week tonight with John Oliver, a black lady sketch show. And my next guest needs no introduction with David Letterman. And I have last week tonight with John Oliver winning. Same. And that is the editors. Congratulations to the winners. And finally, Joyce, we have the Writers Guild Awards. A big one. We'll with be talking so many, live. So many ineligible scripts. The most you're... ineligible scripts. You will not see Banshees of Inishare in here. Or, or All Quiet. No. So, for film, original screenplay, the nominees are Everything Everywhere All at Once, Tar, The Fablemans, The Menu, and Nope. And I have Everything Everywhere All at Once winning. Yes. I have The Fablemans in second for our boy Tony Kushner. Um, I have that in third. I have Tar in second. I don't even think if, if Banshees were here, I still think Everything Everywhere would be winning. So I don't think it's going to win the Oscar. I, I think everywhere there's just steamrolling <laughs> now. I don't know. I guess Banshees could win, but I think you're right. It would win here even if it was against Banshees. Uh, for film adapted screenplay, the nominees are Women Talking, Glass Onion, Top Gun Maverick, She Said, and Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And Joyce, I did it. I have Top Gun Maverick winning. I have Glass Onion. I have Women Talking in second. I have She Said in third, Glass Onion in fourth, but I could make a case for all four of them winning. She Said is winning a special award, so that's why I was like, it probably won't win this. Uh... But I have Top Gun. You have Glass Onion. Uh, either one could win. And Women Talking. I I just feel like, I mean, Women Talking is still in first, right? Yes. Glass Onion, second, Top Gun, and third. Yeah, like I can see, I thought about Top Gun too. I just went with Glass Onion because they like comedies. Um, like Borat won. This, this race actually reminds me of the Borat race because that year, I think uh, the predicted winner was one in Miami. Yes. And then like the other nominees were like Ma Rainey. Um, hold on, let me see. Uh, Ma Rainey, News of the World, and The White Tiger. So just like, you know, some no one care films. Like the industry just did not care for these. Films. You don't remember The White Tiger? Great. Uh... Listen, I predicted The White Tiger uh, Oscar nomination. So, but uh yeah, and I like One Night in Miami just felt like the, it, it felt like a winner, right? It was like based on a play and everything and then Borat won. So, and then last year they, in original, they went with Don't Look Up. <laughs> so that's actually why I have, well, um, I think Glass Onion qualifies too. That's why I have Top Gun here. Yeah, that, like, that's like Glass Onion comedy. They also went with Eighth Grade. Um four years ago for Bo Burnham. And then uh, he iconically said, have fun at the Oscars losers when he accepted Great. it. So that be, that be Green Book. Um, but yeah, this is a, a pretty open category. And I just, I don't know, like I would love to see Women Talking win, but it just, it's got no heat behind it. It doesn't seem the interest, it doesn't seem like the industry is, really interested in it despite the uh francis mcdormand and, and sarah Polly interview in vanity fair this week it's like yeah and i don't even if it won this i don't know if i would predict it for the oscar no i'm not at all predict even i if have all quiet winning, right now. i would have all um, quiet winning yeah, yeah no doubt i think all quiet's gonna win very handily at the oscars but i think top gonna win because while you could go like comedy, it, it, I mean, Glass Onion easily could win too, but those are to me the 
most populist movies that have a legitimate shot. No offense to Black Panther. And I just feel like they don't mind going populist here and like popular. And no, and I love the Top Gun script. Um, it gets a bad rap um, because Great. people just think it's just like an action film. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, so um, if you follow the Academy on Instagram for the past couple of weeks, they've been highlighting uh, the screenplay nominees and they'll do a real um, like a split screen with the scene and then the script scrolling through it. So I always, you know, when I'm scrolling, I always stop and watch because it's like I like reading scripts and seeing sure. like what the stage directions are and what words were dropped or lines were changed. And what was funny was <laughs> for the glass onion one, the, the scene they use and most of the scenes that they use are like two minutes long. The glass onion one was like 30 seconds because the scene was um, when uh, Daniel Craig says to Kate Hudson when they're outside, like, oh, uh, it's a mistake to think of a speaking without thought as a speaking the truth you know that line paraphrasing mm-hmm. and that was that was a whole scene it was like 30 seconds the top gun scene they used was the Iceman scene they played the entire scene it's like five minutes long i was Amazing. like this is insane and like uh, and then i looked at like all the other ones that they did because they had other ones after that too including women talking and all those scenes are just like two minutes long but the, the top gun one was the entire Iceman scene <laughs> They're right, and they should say it. That's yeah, it. and I and I sat there for the entire five minutes, <laughs> watched the whole reel. <laughs> it's an incredible movie. Uh, the the ending went viral again the other day, where where it's like it's what my dad would have done. That's it. When this should win everything. It's just the best movie. Did you cry? So good. I almost did tear up watching the stupid scene. It's so good. The movie is so good. I don't care. Uh, it should win. Uh, so those are the movie ones for documentary screenplay choice. The nominees are Moon Age Daydream, Downfall, The Case Against Boeing, Last Flight Home, Second Chance, and Viva Maestro. And I have Moon Age Daydream winning, but I'm not totally convinced. And I think Last Flight Home could maybe win. But anyway, I have Moon Age Daydream. I have that in second. I have Moon Knight winning. I don't, yeah, I have a lot of Moon uh, Moon Age Moon Knight Moon Age Daydream wins here Me too. But I'm not <laughs> sure if the industry really cared, <laughs> liked it that much. I guess they did. Well, the Oscars didn't. Uh, the Oscars did not, no. Uh, for TV comedy series, this is a, a competitive category. The nominees are Abbott Elementary, The Bear, Hacks, Barry, and Only Murders in the Building. And I have The Bear winning. Same. I have Hacks in second. I think Hacks could even win. I would not be shocked. Hacks won last year. Yeah. Um, And I called it. Because I was like, I think it could beat Ted. Yeah. Uh, um. I just think the industry really likes the bear. And I think the writing on the show is sharp and the newer thing. And it's hacks could easily win again. But I think because the bear is like slightly newer and, you know, people like being distracted by new things, it could win. I, I think um, we talked about this the other day uh, with SAG or last week, I guess, when we were doing predictions and why I wasn't predicting Quinta Brunson and um, I just I I feel like Abbott hasn't really performed that well at the guilds. No. Um, and so it I I feel like what it you know it winning SAG makes sense, right? Like SAG ensemble, like it's such that's like the perfect ensemble show, or it's the most ensemble of the nominees too. Um, and I I understand it's. PGA lost too, 
um because yeah like people love the bear and yeah and abbott also wasn't nominated at dga either um the bear was so this um they also haven't awarded a broadcast show in like 10 years or 11 Mm -hmm. years um modern family was the last one so yep everything 2012 i I totally agree with all this yeah Um, so i i think they'll just go with the bear (laughs) yep uh for drama series choice nominees are better call saul severance the crown yellow jackets and andor and i better call saul winning I do too, obviously. Um, and again, I don't feel good about it, but so, like, I like, what else am I going to do? Like, so what would really I'm not going to, this is my, my last hurrah with them. I'm not going to betray them. What What would really win? I don't really know because again, like we said, like Severance is kind of, you know, um, always the bridesmaid. I, I put and Yellow Jackets in second. I have Yellow Jackets in second too. And I think Yellow Jackets could win here very easily. Um, um the crown but, has won before but as we've said about this past past season you know not their best no i, I really get to yellow jackets winning i might actually move it into first but i'll stick with better call saul just because it it, uh, it really should win i mean like the writers of all people should really that's what i was thinking appreciate but, the show yeah um yeah and it, it sucks because it's not even like on an american's level with them because the americans has won twice here um, including for its last season, but I won before that. So I'm just like, guys. Uh, for new TV, <laughs> new TV series and nominees are Abbott Elementary, Severance, The Bear, Andor, and Bad Sisters. And I have The Bear winning. Same. I, a lot of people have Abbott Elementary winning comedy and, and new series. And I think they will be wrong because uh, I think The Bear wins both of those. Um, Even if one show doesn't win both of those, I think the bear would win this and like if, if you want to you know spread the wealth then yeah. I, I would do abbott and comedy and bear and new right so but i have bear in both of them uh next up is tv variety talk series now these are john oliver john stewart late night with seth myers jimmy kimmel Samantha B, Full Frontal, Charlemagne the God, and Tuning Out the News. And I have John Oliver for last week tonight winning. Same. Nothing to say. Um, I mean, last year was exciting because Conan won. Yes. Yeah. Um, John Oliver hasn't won in a couple years, so I feel like they might just go back to him. Seems like it would. None of the other shows feel really buzzy to me. That's I mean, I would love to see Seth win. Me too, but I don't think, I feel like Seth should have won two years ago. I, I have him in second because I'm. Me too, actually, but I don't think. I think most people have, probably have Jon Stewart in second. Yeah. Uh, for TV Variety Sketch Series, the nominees are SNL, Inside Amy Schumer, and the, and Pause with Sam Joy, and I have SNL winning. Yes. Nothing else to say. And then for TV limited series, I have, it's the White Lotus Sicily, The Dropout, Fleischman is in Trouble, Pam and Tommy and The Staircase. And I have the White Lotus Sicily winning. Um, yes. So. I have Fleischman in Trouble in second. Uh, would yes. love to see it, but I don't think anything can stop Mike White from winning for writing. Love to see White Lotus in different genres everywhere. So It's amazing. Still in limited here. 
It's amazing. For TV movie, nominees are Weird, The Al Yankovic Story, Heart of the Matter, Ray Donovan, the movie, Honor Society, and Torn Hearts. And I have Weird winning. Again, Weird. I just have it. The Guild loves places. It. Uh, And that's it. That's the Writers Guild Award. So we did it, Joyce. We went through all of the predictions. So nothing really, nothing really wild here, I would say. No, and I don't even know, like, what would really shock me. Um, Nothing. (laughs) I'm, like, trying to, like, um, I guess if, like, like, nope won, but it's not going to win. It's not beating everything everywhere. I mean, if everything ever lost at any of these things that it's up for, I would be shocked, frankly. Yeah. And I wouldn't be shocked at like anything winning and adapted, I guess, maybe except she said and Black Panther, but. um... I wouldn't even be shocked that she said winning because I think the Writers Guild did really like that seemingly, but Um, I don't think Black Panther would win, frankly. And then, no, that's, it's obviously just a filler nominee because of the ineligible scripts. Correct. And yeah, like none of the, like comedy series, I would be completely fine with any of those five nominees winning. Yeah. yeah, drama. I mean, honestly, I could see Andor winning that too. I haven't in fifth, but great writing and a very acclaimed writer involved. So mm-hmm. why not? I uh, choice we could we, we could do some uh listener emails we got. I remembered this week. You can email us at slugfest at goldderby.com. Here is Jess K. They write. If Steven Spielberg doesn't win Best Director, isn't it fair to say voters might be more willing to grant John Williams a legacy win for The Fablemans in Best Score? Even though The Fablemans' momentum has slowed, it's still beloved, and I think a win for John Williams would be a way to show it some love without really taking away from the more adored films like Everything Everywhere, Banshees, Top Gun, Elvis. Do you agree? That's Jess K. Um, I think that is a very idealized situation (laughs) i love the fablemans i would love to see it win an oscar i don't really think that's gonna happen but i agree score is the best spot for it uh i don't think it's gonna happen either but it would be great right yeah um it uh yeah i i think i don't even know where i have john williams I might have even fit. I don't even know. I just, I don't think they care. Honestly, I don't think they think that way. Really, and um, maybe even like I don't know. Maybe it would have like a better shot if like everything everywhere wasn't in the category too. Like that's the stronger movie. All Quiet is the stronger movie. I have All Quiet winning. Um, MLQI winning too. It's a weird category because like you said, like everything everywhere shouldn't have even gotten in basically based on the other scores that missed, I would say. Like we didn't, none of that, I don't think a lot of people predicted the score would get in. So that it got in shows that the industry just and the Academy specifically was like over the moon about this movie. And then it could easily win by then by being there, right? But like, it's not a part of the movie that I think people were really excited by. And then Babylon has won a lot. Justin Hurwitz has won a lot, but no one really thinks that it doesn't seem like it would be like weird if that one, I think, because the movie is just totally MIA. I don't know. All quiet. Yeah, seems and it's like the only um 
non best picture nominee in there because the other one's banshees right. uh and i love that score too but i don't think carter burrell's winning no. so i <laughs> i guess if you really want if you're a voter and you really want to vote for fablemans somewhere you do that but i don't think most of them think too hard about this and i don't think so either but i could here's yeah. the thing i guess i could see and reason why maybe it could win or maybe Babylon could end up winning is because like you said, there are four best picture nominees in there. And if you're just like a fan of those, you might just be like, well, I'll just pick this. Like, you know what I mean? Like you could have, it's easy to imagine that being a very, very close race. And then like maybe Justin Hurwitz actually does win because Babylon is just like the odd person, odd movie out. And there's more support around him rather than like the diffuse support of the other four. I don't know. But even then I don't think John Williams would win because I just <laughs> I don't know. I don't think. Yeah, I don't. Are. I don't think they see that as like a consolation prize for the no. Fablemans because Steven is not going to win director. Yeah. I, I think like we like on the outside think about this more because, you know, if you're a fan of the Fablemans, you you want it to win something. You don't want it to go home empty-handed. Right. So you try to figure out scenarios where it can win something. Um. And I I don't really think it can, unfortunately. I like where else can it win? I I don't think it's gonna win at all. I think it's gonna go over. Yeah. Uh, Which will be, but it's it's a what the first TIFF winner since 2011 to not win an Oscar, mm -hmm. or it will be. Um. So. Uh, next. Yeah, the, the TIFF. What what was the TIFF top three? They didn't do that well. Hmm. It was like Glass Onion, right? Wasn't that runner up? Yeah. And then was it Woman Talking? I want to say it was. People's Choice Award. Let me see. Oh, Fableman's Woman Talking, Glass Onion. So those three. Not great, Bob. Yeah. So. Uh, next up, this one comes from Richard. You can email us at slugfest at goldderby.com, by the way. Thanks for your informative and knowledgeable Oscar videos. One of the best moments for me came recently when Chris mentioned Lincoln losing to Argo for screenplay. I think it was said, quote, no offense, but get right the fuck out, which I just loved and inspired me to write in because for years I've still been livid about this. Just compare the dialogue on knowing True North and Lincoln to Argo fuck yourself. I mean, come on. To me, this is the most insulting Oscar win of recent history, meaning it makes me the angriest still to this day. Now, whenever there is a win, a terrible win, I mutter to my wife, Argo fuck yourself during the Oscar broadcast. Uh... So my question is, what Oscar win made you the most insulted and angry? Not the most egregious or confusing snub, but what win still pisses you off most to this day? Thanks, Richard in West Virginia. I love the connection between uh, Tony Kushner. Um, if these two questions. You knew I was going to read this yeah. one. <laughs> Richard, you had to know we were going to Tony Kushner's high rise here. But uh, what would you say, Joyce? that um hmm i mean a lot of them um i i don't i don't agree with most oscar picks because we just don't have the same taste <laughs> at all um i uh you know um i've said before like i love the screenplay categories and I thought they were doing a pretty good job in the 2010s in original screenplay um, until Green Book. 
Yeah. Uh, I'll go to that same. Actually, no, it's not the same ceremony, is it? Uh, I I don't know what you're gonna say. So <laughs> yeah, it is the same ceremony. Uh, I'll go with the uh, Rami Malek winning Best Actor uh, over Bradley Cooper. That to me is an. You're just, you're just never gonna let this go. I will never let it go ever in a million years. It's a it's just a travesty. No offense to Rami Malek, who's a fine actor, but Bradley Cooper in Star Is Born is such an obvious Oscar winner, and he's so good in the movie, and it will stand the test of time in a way that the Bohemian Rhapsody performance maybe will not uh, as much, and neither will the movie. But so I still don't understand how that happened. I mean, honestly, you could say that uh, about. Uh most of Bo Raps wins like the editing win <laughs> uh um yikes yeah I don't I mean I don't even know who what I voted for in best actor that year I I feel neither here nor there for any of them so maybe I would have abstained <laughs> wow Bradley yeah, like a lot of people like Stan Bradley and I'm like sure I mean he was good but so good. I'm not obsessed with it like you are obsessed he's one of my favorite actors i can't not wait for maestro it is like my most one of my most anticipated maybe even more than killers of the flower moon which is shocking as like the number one scorsese fan on earth uh but i can't wait for maestro uh here's another one joyce from dan i don't believe we read this one i was saving it so uh big fan of your discussions Best Actress was so competitive this season with a wide range of great performances from actresses. And I was wondering what each of your personal Best Actress lineups would look like. I realize this is a tough question on the spot. So if it is in too inconvenient, here are some performance. What are some performances that you feel deserve more attention? And then Dan's favorite lineup would be Kate Blanchett, Emma Thompson, Tang Wei, Dale Dickey in A Love Song, and Andrea Riseborough in Two Leslie. Um, I don't know. I've never, I'm not one of those people who makes their own lineups. <laughs> I don't do it either, but I can do it uh, for purposes here. <laughs> um, well, my favorite performance of the year in Best Actress was Kate Blanchett. So, right. Her. Um, I also like Tong Wei, so I would do her too. Okay. So here's my five. Okay. <laughs> I just came up with. <laughs> and no order, really. This is just off the top of my head. Uh, Kiki Palmer for Nope, I would say is a lead, and I would have she her is in. A lead. She is the lead. So I would put her in. Uh, Thusa Mabedu for The Woman King, also a lead, also would be in. I like Viola Davis, but I thought Thusa Mabedu was like way more impressive to me and had more tricky material to play. She was awesome. Margot Robbie in Babylon, she's fucking ruled. Uh, Kate Blanchett for Tar, undeniable. And Camila Mendes in Do Revenge. Iconic performance. <laughs> so good. Easily one of the best performances of the year. She's so funny. It's a perfect performance. Um. Okay, so I have two. I don't know. <laughs> um... You know what? I'll do two uh, so too because she got no love this season. Viola got enough nominations, even though she didn't. She was get great. Yeah, so good. It just paid dust, even in supporting, <laughs> frauded and supporting. Couldn't even get it frauded. It's a joke. Got nothing. Um, wait, so that's three. <laughs> I need two more. Um, what else did I like this year? I don't. Mm. 
Um, oh, I'll do um, J Law for my fave Causeway. Oh, good. J Law is great. Yeah, I love I love her in that mode, in her indie mode. So good. Yeah, and um, I don't know. Um, yikes. Andrew um, Riceborough. <laughs> you know what like i enjoyed her um i don't know if i would vote for her no but, um i don't know who else did i like i'm trying to think of other movies i know me too i'm like what else did i watch but then i like i think of something i'm like no like like i didn't enjoy them that much <laughs> <laughs> like they're not bad but like not my fave not my fave um a lot of not my faves this year. Am I just gonna have a four person lineup? You could have Michelle know. Williams for Fableman. That's true. I could do her. Yeah, you know what? I'll just do her. Um, since you know, everyone got their panties in a twist about her going lead. Yes. Yeah, I'll defend her. It's fine with me. I love that. Uh, all right. I don't think I have any other ones that we haven't done. Let me see. Let's see. No one sent anything in the past week. No, they have. Uh. Here's here's just a information dump from Steven. I'll read this one because he wrote, was kind enough to write in. Maybe it'll help us with some picks. Uh, he writes, first and foremost, I've listened to you both religiously this past year and I can never get enough. Before I get into some Oscar conversation, I wanted to point out that I re-listened to your early Oscar predictions episode from last oh, year God. and it is absolute gold, LOL. I was dying at the conversation you two were having. The way you both would laugh anytime everything ever was mentioned as a nominee. Please do a commentary episode before the Oscars. I would love to hear your thoughts while you re-listen. <laughs> um, I don't know. We we need to do a, a review of it. We, we could probably do that when we do our early picks for next year. I thought we would do it when we did our early picks, but I did pull up. I think I have here. Hang on. I got to find it because I, I have it in a spreadsheet. Our, uh, our picks from like March 30th, yeah. 2022. It's amazing. Hold on. Okay. So I'll just do those quick here. Early Oscar picks from March of 2022. My best picture lineup was Armageddon Time. Babylon, Empire of Light, The Fablemans, Killers of the Flower Moon, and Napoleon, neither of which exist, come out this year. Uh, she said, The Sun, White Noise, and The Woman King. Yikes. Wow. What is that, like two? <laughs> Three? One. Right? It's just The Fablemans? None of these other ones got nominated. <laughs> well, you just said the, oh, you just had The Fablemans. Oh my gosh. And then you had uh i i know i had um pta's favorite movie you did you did one better than me and you'll laugh what the one was your, your best picture picks were babylon empire of light the fablemans killers of the flower moon poor things she said the sun 13 lives and i wrote down your quote was this is my basic pick it was white noise and women talking so you got two out of ten in march and i got one out of ten for for best director another hilarious we don't have to do all these. Maybe we could. Uh, you wrote, I had Damien Chazelle, Maria Schrader for She Said, Scorsese, Spielberg, and Gina Prince-Bythewood. So I got one again. And you also got one. You know, Damien Chazelle, Park Chan-wook, Martin Scorsese, Spielberg, and Florian Zeller. I went hard on the sun. I remember I that. For actor in March, I had Coleman Domingo for Rustin, which was bumped to this year. 
Colin Firth for Empire of Light when he was not even in it for more than five minutes. Brendan Fraser for The Whale, Joaquin Phoenix for Napoleon, and Jesse Plemons for Killers of the Flower Moon. <laughs> and you had DiCaprio, Coleman Domingo, Brendan Fraser for The Whale, Hugh Jackman for The Sun, and Bill Nye for Living. So congratulations, you got two out of yeah, the Yeah, because I was I, I did Bill Nye uh, straight out of Sundance. Great, great note. For Best Actress in March, I had Olivia Coleman and Viola Davis, Regina King for Shirley, Carrie Mulligan for She Said, and Margot Robbie for Babylon. <laughs> Woof. You had Naomi Aki, Kate Blanchett, Olivia Coleman, Lily Gladstone for Killers of Flower Moon, and Margot Robbie. So you were on Kate early, which is smart. Love my Kate. Uh, check out this one for me in August. Wow. Uh, supporting actor. Wait, in August? In, I'm sorry. In March. I was we, almost we, did like, do, we did do a, a refresh in August. We did it in August. I have that too. Uh, but for supporting actor in March, I had Paul Dano for The Fatalins, Leo for Killers of Flower Moon, Anthony Hopkins for Armageddon Time, Jeremy Strong for Armageddon Time, and Glenn Turman for Rustin. Yikes. You did not let go of Jeremy for a very, 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 very long time. I'll be vindicated because it is an all-time performance, but uh, no one cares about that movie. It doesn't exist. Uh, for March Supporting Actor, you had Paul Dano for The Fablemans, Willem Dafoe for Poor Things, De Niro for Killers of Flower Moon, Zen McGrath for The Sun, R.I.P. for The Sun, and then Brad Pitt for Babylon. <laughs> How do we, I mean, you know, with the movies that were bombed, like, is that a negative for us or i don't know i don't know <laughs> uh for supporting actress mine were march were julia butters for the fablemans i feel vindicated she was great in it she's not in very much lily gladstone for killers of flower moon for me zoe kazan for she said samantha morton for she said and michelle williams for the fablemans i had she said fever and you had jesse buckley patricia clarkson for she said laura Dern for the sun Gene Smart for Babylon and Michelle Williams for The Fable Wins. Amazing. When we got to August, we both did a little better because we had... Because we had everything everywhere. <laughs> everything everywhere was a lot more well-represented uh, in August, so... Um, that's, why, that's why it's fun to do it one year out. You yeah. don't know what's going to be moved. No. You don't know what's going to flop. We had a lot of flops. <laughs> I was thinking when we do this again... We have to, A, well, maybe we should actually chat before and agree on where we're putting people so we don't like do different categories just for our but own But the purposes. Oscars can put them anywhere they want, so I don't think it matters. Okay. I thought it'd be more fun to get it like that, but okay. <laughs> uh, and that's it, I guess. Those are I'll just shirts. copy and paste my Killers of the Flower Moon picks over to this year. I will definitely have Napoleon well represented next year as well, or this year as well. Uh, all right, Joyce. Well, that's it. So those are our, our big picks. So we'll be on again uh, on Sunday night. Talking about the WGA Awards. To watch the Bear win two awards? Yes. To watch Glass Onion or Top Gun win? Yes. <laughs> or Women Talking win, maybe. Uh, all right. Well, I'll talk to you then. For all things Hollywood competition and award season, head to goldderby.com and follow us on social media at Gold Derby.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.